0: this is the detroit is different podcast network the culture of an american classic city tune in weekly to the piper carter podcast with piper carter for a conscious take on music arts politics and fashion the founder of we found hip-hop has a say on what you should know about culture with a balanced conscious you're listening to the piper carter podcast on the detroit is different podcast network
1: did you get my love letter? It was written in calligraphy. When you read it, did you get the vision? Did you picture me? Play it off or set it to the side like parentheses? Now I know I'm playing on your heart like a symphony orchestra. I'm the orchestrator and a life creator. I embody what it means to so be a woman, demonstrator, liberator, fighting for a culture that's appropriated. Never gray, I'm never lukewarm, always black or white, flashing lights. Black at night, guard your life. See either you can take a stand or you can kneel on the ground. When you were silent, they was cool, but they don't mess with you now. But that's okay. This is the birth of a nation. This is ours for the taking. It's an abomination. How many our lives have been taken and stolen and broken? Yeah, we steady on it. We rolling. We are soldiers in the field, all black like an omen. Yeah. Yo, uh, snakes rattling, good and evil is battling In a world where you can't tell the human race from the mannequins Savages study what our reaction is Everybody is frantic, the stable-minded are panicking Uh, damaging the beauty that's remaining Body can be broken, yet the mind can't contain it Who the hell's to blame it? We see a different day, but it seems all the same Yet I remain courageous Yo, and I ain't anxious for nothing Fists stay pumping, power is the presumption Cowards growing bunches, Ellie hit them with the punches Punch, land shout time, eat them like lunches I'm your warrior, Xena I'm your tragedy relief, FEMA Keep climbing till I hit my zenith I'ma keep grinding till I hit my zenith
2: Welcome to the Piper Carter podcast. You are listening to Piper Carter. Once again, we are on location. You know how we do. We like to go in a community and go to lots of wonderful community events. And um, today we do not have our token millennial, Brittany, because Brittany is preparing for her launch of her pizza place that's happening tomorrow. So we want to send her a lot of love. But we are in the park with Jyra. Shouts out to Jyra. Uh, Detroit is different in turn and guess what we are in the community right down the street from where we do our podcast that Detroit is different And we are in the park at the chill don't kill rally where it's been such a beautiful day such a beautiful event such a beautiful outpouring of love and community and I'm sitting here with my brother or standing here with my brother Khalil yes, who actually created the Chill Don't Kill about seven years ago. So welcome, brother Khalil, and uh salamu Well, salam
3: Thank uh, you for having me. let us know me.
2: about yourself and uh, what you do, and then tell us about this event.
3: Oh, yeah. Thanks again for having me, and, and thank you for all the wonderful work that you do as well, Piper. I know you were at a, another event before you came here just bouncing all around. So I definitely appreciate you coming and bringing your energy. And speaking your words here, uh, just briefly, we started this program in 2012 when a childhood friend of mine, Lester Dean Hutchison, was murdered. And uh, just, just out of a, a sense of being fed up with the conditions that that we live in, you know, in our communities, and you know, all the hyper aggression that we show towards one another, and really just trying to create a space where we could begin to interact in a positive way. Uh, So, you know, we like to bring uh, local performing artists like you hear Exphemous E. Clark in the background right now. And this tends to loosen us up and just gives us an opportunity to enjoy being around each other, you know. And so, you know, we we acquired our nonprofit status in 2017. And since then, you know, we've expanded on the program beyond just the rallies that we've been doing in different neighborhoods around the city of Detroit. And we really want to take some of the young people into our program and give them a life-changing experience where they will get excited about their own personal development and change the the trajectory that they're on before they get too far gone.
2: Wow. So far, this event, I've been here for a couple of hours now. I actually was on the program. Thank you for, you know, uh, giving a, a voice yeah. To a community to like, you know, share what's going on in the community, like great things. But um, what I see here, I see a lot of beautiful black Muslim people. I see people enjoying themselves, laughing. Uh, I see kids playing. I see families enjoying the park. I see black joy. I see black people enjoying life. Yeah. I see, you know, just community members that I know. I see community leaders. I see politicians. I see leaders in the Muslim community. I see the imams are out here. Mm-hmm. It's mothers out here, babies out here, fathers out here. Yes. This is great. Like, when you think of, I'm in a lot of community meetings. Mm-hmm. And when I'm in community meetings, it's interesting because I'm always talking to white folks. And they're always talking about, uh, we need more money to em- to build new parks. And I'm like, you know, black folks don't really look at the park like a safe place. (laughs) The park (laughs) is where people look to get, you know, murdered or raped or something like that. But what I appreciate is that what you've done is transform this space into a beautiful healing space, a beautiful space for folks to come together. You've transformed the energy here a lot of people um, are probably still afraid to come into the park, but you're showing the life that's in this park. You're showing how we can activate, you know, this space that exists. And it's a great park. I see a basketball court here. Yeah. You got picnic tables. You got um, jungle gyms and swings. You got tents out here, vendors. You got a great DJ. We got DJ Jungle, DJ jungle from Spin Ink in the building. I mean, what a great, you know, you got the brother Yaqub Salam that brought the camera, doing great video and photography. I see a lot of my Muslim sisters here just enjoying themselves and their children. Like, this is the type of regeneration and the type of healing and the type of visioning that we need exactly in this place. And I wanna say something, I'm not sure if you're aware, maybe you are, but this is one of the neighborhoods that was defunded or underfunded where there's an investment divestment plan for the city. And this is one of the neighborhoods that was divested from. Is that why this has been on your radar? Or why this neighborhood in particular? Why this park?
3: Well, from my perspective, we identified this location because of the negative reputation that it has. And we wanted to go into those spaces to basically demonstrate that it's, there's no such thing as a lost cause. And the difference between some of these young people that we as a society have uh, divested from, the difference between them growing on to fulfill their potential and not doing anything meaningful and productive with their, li- with their lives is our intervention. You know, so a lot of the policies and things that you see being directed at this demographic, because they, they work a lot with statistics and, and single parenthood, and they basically identify certain people as being lost causes. And so what we're seeing is that through getting into these spaces where negative things happen, where it's desolate and there, are, there, there is no investment, there's no attention, what we find is that there's a yearning for a connection with one another right and it's been really phenomenal it's been really phenomenal to see the reaction that people have to our presence the people are really ready for this type of this type of energy you know and it's been it's been really amazing just watching the reception that people have we canvassed this entire neighborhood leading up to the program Passing out flyers, but not just passing them on, having interactions, talking about the message of kill, don't kill. And it's amazing the, the reaction that people have, you know. So these are the people that we look at we don't, and, and we, we, we have, we draw conclusions about. But if you take a moment to interact with them, you'll find that there's this, this desire and this yearning for some, some positive interaction with their neighbors. So it's, it, you know, that just really inspires me to keep pushing, to stay in these in these spaces and, and to keep moving forward.
2: And this neighborhood, um, I didn't grow up directly in this neighborhood, but I grew up not far from this neighborhood. I'm from 12th Street um, in the Boulevard. I went to Northwestern High School. This neighborhood right here is basically Dexter Davidson. A lot of people over here went to Central High School, and um, they're very close neighborhoods. Actually, I know a lot of the people that lived over here um, played a, played against a lot of the people over here in school games and things like that. Um, you know, with uh, have a lot of you know interactions with the folks over here because back in the day we used to take the bus everywhere, walk everywhere. We used to come up here and uh, do hang out, go shopping, know people. So I appreciate. Um the history of this neighborhood right. this this neighborhood here is also historically a muslim neighborhood because this is the neighborhood we're not far from Linwood we're not far from you know they just, they named the boulevard over there after uh the honorable Elijah Muhammad. That's right. Uh Detroit is a birthplace in America for for Islam and black muslims, right? Um or for that bringing you know into the mainstream, I should say, a black uh, culture, right? Mm. Um, and this is historically a neighborhood, you know, that had a lot of the businesses right. of, um, you know, the, the black Muslims that uh, were identified as nation, that a lot of them actually later, right, um, followed um, what we would call Islam today, right? Um, and they had businesses right down the street. They had, you know, restaurants and cleaners and, all, you know, all types of businesses. And so this is a neighborhood that, you know, really needs some revitalization. And this is a really wonderful way to, like, bring back that, you know, positive Muslim identity to this neighborhood. So I don't know if that's intentional because the Muslim Center is right down the street.
3: Yeah. And it, it, you know what? I, you reminded me of something that that really a part of the big inspiration for why I chose this this uh, site and this location. I, I hadn't thought about the uh, the connection historically to the the social justice movement that was launched by the Nation of Islam uh, by the likes of El Hajj Malik Shabazz, also known as Malcolm X. But that, that also, I think, even in our subconscious, it resonates with us. We drive past these streets, we see the names, and you know, I, even though I didn't think about it, I've always felt that there was something significant about, about this place. But there was one thing that was in my conscious mind about this particular uh, part, because this used to be one of the main spots where basketball players all over the city of Detroit would come to try their game. Like, you couldn't just, there's only one goal here on, in the park, and so you had to have game to come here and play. You, you know what I mean? Like, you couldn't come here and shoot air balls. You know what I mean? That's hilarious. And, and that's what the connection that I have, and I remember growing up, driving past this place, I had older cousins, and we were, we were serious ball players. you know, when I was coming up. We'd go around all the, the, the major sites in the city, and this was one. You know, so yeah, I mean it, it it's something that that uh it 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 has a very significant it holds a very significant place in our hearts in, in our up coming up in this in this neighborhood, you know, so yeah, it does kind of represent uh us as a people. And so to see this space be revitalized and, and be the the launch pad for, you know, uh, not only Revitalizing the buildings and knocking down the old structures, but knocking down the old, you know, destructive attitudes that stop that keep us separate. You know, so it, it's interesting. You you made that connection. You saw it on your own. So I'm well, just I only learned
2: <laughs> about this neighborhood from my mom. My mom used to, uh, you know, go to the nation. My aunts and uncles was all, you know, going to the nation. My stepdad was original. F O Y. So I grew up, you know, hearing all the stories and, you know, uh, from my family, you know, my mom um, showing me where the businesses were Mm. and just talking to me about what this neighborhood was and what was here. But also, too, going to the Muslim Center, attending the Muslim Center, and then having the folks, the elders that are there share those histories because many of those elders... You know, we're there. You know, and and, and birth the Muslim Center, right? That comes right out of that lineage, if you will. And so I think that um, this neighborhood in particular, you also have Dream in Detroit. That's you know, right by the Muslim Center. You also got uh, Detroit is Different, which is our podcast that everyone's listening to right now, which is on the other side of the freeway, but in the same neighborhood. I mean, right now. This neighborhood, you know, um, is not a neighborhood that the city's looking to to invest in.
3: Amazing. And
2: so it's a it's powerful that you are here. You're investing. Mark Crane is here from Gina, Detroit, investing, and community is investing in itself. So the work that Mm. you're doing here is really powerful because you're not looking for, you know, folks to come save you. But with that it takes funding and it takes resources to do this work to grow this work and so um i'm really hoping that you do get some grant funding and some sponsorships and some support but currently how are you able to do an event like this and invest in community in this way
3: it's the people the people really believe in what we're doing we get a lot of donations from average people like myself who are just really, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, pardon me. Um, the yeah, people. Yeah, we, we, we have a lot of investment. And, and you know, the thing is, you were mentioning about uh, the nation and things of that nature. And I have to acknowledge that the the rapport that that we have as muslims out in the community it stems significantly from the reputation the sacrifice and the efforts that was made before us you know people people are like willing to embrace us with open arms you know and for a long time i feel as though since I've been moving around, you know, in this neighborhood as a Muslim, when I accepted Islam, uh, it there has not been very much direct involvement from uh, the Muslim community until you know you had people like you know Brother Mark Crane with Dream of Detroit and you know efforts like like this one with Chill Don't Kill, but the. The, the sacrifice that was made a generation ago is still very alive and present in the minds of the people you know and so that that's really the where where we're able to do what we do you know we're we're standing on the shoulders of giants i mean like the old adage but it, it's it's very literal in in our case you know
2: yeah and this is like the seventh year you've been doing this yeah Tell us about the evolution. Oh. Tell us about the evolution of that seven years. Because people, I'm looking at a lot of people right now, and everyone's all over the place enjoying this part. But tell us about that first year.
3: Oh, my God. You know what? I haven't even thought about that in so long. Nobody's even asked me that question. And you asking me right now, it's just like, it hits me so hard. Like, to try to describe it and put it into words, it's... it's, it's, it's difficult to do, but our very first Chill Don't Kill program uh, was at Truth Bookstore. I'm going to tell you how how deep that was, because that was, that's no longer there, you know, at Northland Mall. So that was the very first one that we did, and right away, um, we realized the significance of the message. Uh, we saw the impact that it had on people. And uh, we knew right away that we had to get this program where the people were, you know, because doing it in, in a location like that, uh, we were up against the challenge of making people aware of it, you know, and then, you know, convincing them to sort of. Come to that space if they had, if they did not have plans to be there, which is an additional challenge. So we thought we would make it easy on ourselves, and this was the thought process at the time. So let's take it in the community where they have no choice but to hear and interact with this message. So from there, we start. We we located a few sites where, you know, there were open fields, and as you know, in, in uh, Detroit at this time, there's no shortage of open fields. And so we proceeded at that time to just start conducting our program in, in different neighborhoods, in between the Muslim Center, uh, Masjid Wali Muhammad, and Masjid al-Haq. And we, we thought they were three massages that were very close together, and we thought we would uh, we would connect them all through through reaching out for our people and just trying to you know let them hear our perspective on some of the the social ills of in our community. Yeah. So that that is what basically brought us out into the community, and from there it's just steadily grown every year. Uh, because we, 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 we sort of stay in these same areas, we saw an increase in participation, an increase in turnout, um, more investment from the Islamic community and, and uh, individual members, but you're right, you know, we, we are looking forward to partnering with local government because we feel like our tax dollars should be used in, to benefit the people, you know, and, and you know, you can erect structures but if there's no investment in the emotional well-being of our people you know then the structures really mean nothing at all so that's how we see what we're doing here this is an investment in the emotional well-being of our people you can hear the old the old tunes spinning, you know, we, we we try to, you know, create some nostalgia for the previous generation. We had uh, one of the upcoming uh, local hip-hop sensations, Ex- Ex- exfamous E. Clark performing. So, you know, it's, it's a lot going on. We're bridging gaps here between the generations. We're 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 bridging gaps between socioeconomic uh, uh, conditions because you know we had uh, brother Eric Sabri out today, Wayne County Treasurer. Uh, we we had uh, uh, brother Adam Ollier, our senator, our state senator, and these they were right in the audience, mingling, interacting with people. You know, and that's what we, what we need, you know, we, we need to break down those artificial barriers that separate us, and, and I'm just excited, and, and really, it's, I see things happening that have nothing to do with my hands, you know, this thing is taking on a life of its own, And you know, when I see that, that type of interaction, and the way people, they get it, they get what we're doing here, like, you don't have to spell it out to them. They're 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 like wind up dolls. They're going on their own. They they know what this is. You know, it's time to heal. It's time to bring our community together. And and one other thing, you know, it's it's not just limited to the Islamic community. You know, one of the the members on our team is an ordained minister. You know, because this this issue of violence in our community is it affects everyone. So we've always had a policy of. Being open and interacting with all peoples of whatever types of background, you know, because a bullet ain't got no name on it, like they used to say back in the day, right? So it it don't matter who you are. We're we're all confronted with these challenges, and I feel like we should all be invested in in the solutions.
2: So what's next for Chill Don't Kill organization, and um, what what are you? What's next? Like we got the rest of. 2019 and let's say through to the next chill don't kill event like what's next
3: we are embarking on a vigorous fundraising campaign (laughs) because you know these rallies set a brother back like a big dog you know but it's a labor of love and I I see it as a a willing sacrifice you know but um, uh, yeah we've got an art auction coming up that we're planning we, we have some awesome artists that, that have their, their artworks on sale on the internet who have agreed to uh, donate some of their artworks for us to auction off. Um, some of them have offered to have us uh, auction off their works at a percentage that goes to us. So we're, we're in the process of putting together uh, uh, an art auction gala where we're going to get together and, and uh, enjoy a very classy affair and, and uh, yeah, just, just really try to uh, uh, fund what we really want to do in the community with these young people.
2: Wow. So this has been wonderful. I really, really appreciate um, all that you've brought here. I'm definitely going to do whatever I can to um, get more involved wow. with what you're doing. And um, let's see how we could like, grow your organization and grow your numbers, as they say, and build up, you know, this beautiful movement that you got going on, you know, because this is, I wish everybody could just see the beauty and the energy that we're looking at right now. As I look around, I just see so many black children enjoying a life right now. Right. I see black men you know, enjoying one another's company and laughing and shaking hands and having conversations. I see families, I see women, I see people, I see siblings, I see young folks, I see young adults engaging with youth. I see so much beauty and just so much liveliness. And I really, really see the success of the fruits that you've put into this project. So. Let's work together to make this even more powerful than it already is, even bigger than it already is. You know, this is a blessed endeavor. And may you continue to be blessed and may you continue, you know, to be able to be upheld and uplifted and supported so that the works that you're doing that are so powerful and meaningful can be protected and grow. You know?
3: Thank you so much, you know, there's so much riding on this for me, you know, like emotionally, you know what I mean? Like when I'm sitting at home and watching the news and yelling at the screen and how they, how they misrepresent us in the news, you know, and then you come here and you see something like this, you know, so it's, it's so much riding on this for me, you know, this, this is something I feel like it gives my life purpose, you know, when I'm, when I'm putting my effort into bringing these things about and and also let me mention my team you know uh because this is very much a collaborative effort you know uh jihad Shik- Shakir, our, our marketing exec he he's done a phenomenal job getting the word out about our organization and and uh, really pursuing sponsorship uh sister keisha haja keisha she has uh done a phenomenal job as our community liaison interacting with uh the block clubs, local government in fact, she was responsible for getting uh, the word out to uh our district city council member to come out and and getting the word out to our state representative to come out today so you know this 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 is because of of the the efforts this is due to the efforts of 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 our team and our community and and so many people but but you know god god bless you thank you so much
2: so now how can people plug into your work where do they go to donate support follow subscribe thank you so much
3: see you can tell i'm i'm so good at this right it's <laughs> like the second time somebody reminded me say, to, say to, uh, the website say the website. yeah but you can find us at www.chilldontkill.org you can click on programs and see our full program you can get pictures of our previous rallies that we've done and a whole host of information about the program keep up to date with what we have events we have upcoming and uh uh, you, you can also donate there, so click that donate button, and uh, and, we're, and it's definitely going to go towards us continuing these efforts in the community.
2: So, and thank you, and then give them your name one more time.
3: My name is Khalil Mokminun, and uh, you can uh, also search us on Facebook, Chill Don't Kill uh, Facebook, and um, let me see, is there anything else? IG, Instagram, all of that, you know?
2: So that's what's up. Welcome to the Piper Carter podcast. You are with Piper Carter on location, and we are out here at this wonderful march. Um, we came on location to check out some of the community work that we've been involved in. I'm here with the token millennial. What's up, Brittany? What's up, Pipe? So, uh, we, you know, we always bring the location equipment to different events. Uh, we helped organize this um, rally where we are now. That's about to be a march. And um, I'm out here with one of the organizers and uh, community leaders. We always talk about 48217. And guess what? We actually have one of the 48217 organizers right here. Yay. Teresa Landrum. What's up, Teresa? Hey,
4: what's up, what's up, what's up,
2: Detroit? Talk more into the mic. What's
4: up, what's up, what's up, what's
2: up Detroit? So, Teresa, tell us, what is 48217?
4: 48217 is an area that has been deemed the most polluted zip code in the state of Michigan. Right. We are a community that is predominantly African-American, and we live in the shadows of the only oil refinery in the state of Michigan, Marathon Oil Refinery. And so you've been doing a lot of work.
2: Um, you know, trying to get rid of a lot of this toxicity that's in your community. Can you tell us about the work that you've been doing uh, with this particular event, the organizing that you
4: did? What uh, we have been doing as a community organization is joining in solidarity with other communities that are impacted by pollution, whether it be water, land, or air. We are here to uplift the frontline communities that are being impacted by the pollutants that are poisoning our air, water, and land. We're here to lift up and create our own plan to submit our demands to the Democratic candidates that want our vote. They need us, and we need to let them know that we know that they need us. They need to come and look and speak and talk to the people of the frontline communities. We are the stake of America. We are the people of America. We are the power of America. Wow! Didn't I tell you she was amazing and powerful? Oh my God! Yes. So she's gotta get. Are you gonna go march right now? Yeah, I'm gonna go march, and uh, we're gonna try to talk some some other folks. We're here to enlighten people mm-hmm. to right. let them know that climate change is real and that black and brown communities are on the front line. We're the first to be impacted. You don't see what's happening in black and brown communities it's happening in rich white communities and that's what we're here to let them know.
2: Right. And so I know we got to let Teresa go because the march is about to start. Okay. And I'm going to start looking for some more people. We're going to bring Teresa back Please. and we're going to actually do a real interview but I wanted to get her voice on this podcast because she's such an important part of this movement. She's one of the leaders that teaches us and guides us and you know, we just want to lift her up, and we really appreciate all the work you've been doing. Thank you, Piper. Yeah, thank you a lot. It was nice meeting you. Nice yeah. meeting you guys. All right, so that was uh, Teresa Landrum, four eight two one seven. Um, I'm gonna let uh, she's got to go get to the march now, and so I'm gonna let Brittany talk to y'all for like half a second while I go try to. Y'all know I always go try to find these people. So Brittany Talk to the people And tell us What we're looking at right now What have you seen And what have you experienced And I'm going to go find Some people to talk That's cool I mean Just
0: to be frank This is like uh, We're at Cass Park and I'm sitting underneath the sound tent, and I can see the actual Cass High School. Uh, Shouts out to Cass High School. I mean, this reminds me of when Martin Luther King gave his "I gave a Dream" speech in uh, Washington D.C., um, relating to the different shades of all type of people. I mean, we have all different types of people here: white, black, Asian, Indian, and Piper's walking back with a guest that represents that diversity. And I'm gonna. Hand him, this mic.
2: And sold, and I oh my God! Guess what, Brittany? What's up? I found a black person from Iowa. Why? And he's from Greenpeace. What? One of the whitest environmental organizations in the world. And guess what? What? He's amazing. Is he? Yes. Can you tell us um, about yourself and what you're doing here?
5: Yes, my name is Tracy Red. I was born and raised in Waterloo, Iowa. Moved to D.C. about ten years ago. And during the summer, I was ironically working with Greenpeace back in Iowa since the month of June and in July, engaging with the presidential candidates to have a better platform against mm. the climate change and stuff like that. So it was ironic to be back in Iowa okay. <laughs> engaging with candidates. Um, and we went to the first debate in uh, in Miami to engage with local folks on the ground. We here was in Detroit. That? Um, it was not as organized or beautiful as this. Um, this is amazing. Miami Coalition was fairly new. A lot of young people that formed about a couple of months before the debate. Gotcha. So, But their energy and their spirit and heart was there, and that's what mattered the most.
0: Understood. So is this your first time being in Detroit?
5: Yes, this is my first time being here in Detroit. I was a member of BYP 100 in D.C., so we have a shop hey. here and Detroit, which are like celebrities. So I'm just going to claim them for this weekend, <laughs> uh, for this week, so I can also feel like a celebrity here. <laughs>
0: well, I'll tell you, you have good energy, and I'm glad that you're able. Welcome to Detroit. Um, we do a lot of community activism work in Detroit, as you already know. Um, so tell me about your thoughts of today and the energy that's here today as you guys get ready to go march. and, and what are you thinking about? What are some of the things you're thinking about?
5: But by the energy here, you know, for Detroit to say, we want to be the engine of the Green New Deal was just beautiful, you know, a city that once made engines for cars that, you know, contributed to the pollution of the city that was like, you know, like that was the old us and now the new us is one that, is, that cares about the environment, the Green New Deal for $15 an hour for unions. For, you know, communities of color to be at the center of this rally and at this march is beautiful. Because people, if you're not talking about people of color, when you talk about environmental justice, then you're not talking about environmental justice.
2: Wasn't he amazing? Okay, I know you got to go line up for the march. Thank you so much. And guess who we have here, Brittany? I mean, she tore down the stage. She dropped the mic. I don't know her name, but God so damn, So
6: we have she Varshney. She's
2: the, the is a director of
0: yeah, Sunrise?
6: Yeah, I think that's the name. Okay. All right. So
2: remember all this work that we've been doing the, over the last couple of months organizing this event? So Varshney here is one of the... Should I say leaders? Sure. Okay. One of the leaders of the organization, National. And so I'm so honored that she came here. Can you just tell us about yourself and what is Sunrise? And what are you doing here in Detroit today?
6: Yeah. So hi, everybody. My name is Varshini. I am the executive director of this little organization called Sunrise Movement, And we are working to build an army of young people to stop climate change and create millions of good jobs for our generation, for people across this country. Um, So we work to make sure that we actually have a plan to stop the climate crisis that is centering racial and economic justice, that is including all people, um, and that we are actually preserving human life on this planet for generations to come. Where are you from? I'm from. I'm personally from Boston, Massachusetts, but we have people all across the country, including right here in Detroit. I just actually went up and spoke with this amazing young leader named Theo, who is both a Sunrise volunteer, but he's also a union member, and he was able to talk about like how Detroit is really a union town. Like this is about workers. This is about putting people back to work. Yes. Good jobs. Like a livable wage. Like having health care for every single person on this on this planet and in this country. Um, is this your first time in the, in Detroit? No, it's not my first. Okay. time. I love the city. What are your, What are your thoughts on today's
0: energy and um, what you're noticing and give us the imagery from your perspective?
6: I mean, it is beautiful like everywhere you're looking, what I see here today, is the coalition of people, the movement of people that are gonna be able to actually defeat Donald Trump, mm. that are gonna take back this country from the people who are trying to sow hate, trying to sow division, who are using this strategy of racism again mm. and again and again to defy, divide working people in this country, because mm. they don't want you to know that you have more in common with working people than you do with those rich motherfuckers oh, who are 100%. Sorry, am I allowed to swear on this? Yeah, you're good. Okay. <laughs> so I see this coalition of people who are young people, who are workers, so, I'm seeing tons of, of frontline communities, people who are bearing the brunt of the, the poverty, of the pollution, the, the policing, yes. the yes. violence yes. that we are seeing it's that is is, 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 God is God especially God. concentrated here yeah, in Detroit, but is also shit. happening across this country. Now, that's, that's who's out here, here today, to and that's also what's going to win that's us this Green New Deal in the future.
0: Well, I know you guys are going to have to prep to march. Thank you so much for coming over here to speak, but I just want to let you know that your... Speech uh, set the tone for today, and I know that that energy is going to carry over into you guys marching. So thank you so much for that energy and getting us there spiritually connected. Wow, are you, awesome. you. Yeah, it was oh nice meeting God. you. Yes, <laughs> is, I feel so blessed. Thank yep. you so much. Yep. It was nice meeting. I appreciate that. All right. Nice to meet you. Yep. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. She's awesome. She um she tore the stage down, and um yeah. So this is one of the speakers that we that we spoke with. Piper's walking back over with
2: another. Oh my God, Brittany, guess who we have? One of our great leaders in Detroit, that's a legendary leader, that's been doing this for such a long time. She was doing stuff with my Uncle Ibn and General Baker and still going and still caring and still fighting and still teaching with so much passion and compassion. And we just love her so much. I saw her on the stage as well. She She's, a, she's a, our fearless teacher. <laughs> this Miss Maureen Taylor of so
0: Welfare nice. Rights
2: Organization. Oh, I've heard so much about you. Nice
0: to meet you. Uh, uh, uh,
7: uh, I hope most of it was good. All of it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Okay. So please,
2: we know who you are. We know and love you. But our podcast has a lot of people all from all over the world who may or may not know who you are and the amazing work that you do and have done. So can you just orient us in who is Maureen Taylor? And how have you been fighting for poor people all this
7: time? the Um, the organization that I work with is Michigan Welfare Rights and we represent and fight for the interest and the rights of low income people so we do a lot of work with welfare mothers and welfare families and elderly people who are low income can just barely pay their rent and over and over and over again as we raise these issues a person that works all their life and they retire and they end up with 30% of whatever their income is and all Always on the verge of being evicted. Sure not enough food for welfare, welfare mothers, the not enough feeling people and people compassion for children. We have, they have they veterans have that are standing say say on, say say on street corners wearing that with holding signs sure that say we'll work for food. Sure so that's the work that we've that been involved in. in. I've you only been a member of welfare rights for about 28 years. And my hope is that I can go for another 28. There you go. And so um you have you've also been involved in the poor people's campaign, no? Poor People's Mm -hmm. Campaign. Yep, yep, yep. One of the organizers there. And also, too, what about the, are you doing anything with the Baker Institute? The General Baker Institute is part of uh, one of the programs that we have great hope for and great support for. And when it finally opens in September, October, whenever that is, We hope to be able to put people of young age and old young and middle Um, young go in there and learn the politics of what you have to figure out, because the the world has changed. this 1%. believes that it's all right for the rest of us to scratch and be poor and that they should live well people won't listen to me if if you just take a baseball bat and hit them in the head head just a couple of times you wouldn't have to hit them all (laughs) (laughs) just hit a few of them and then they'll get the message so yes we support the general baker institute for political education as well
0: what was your favorite sorry pipe i was gonna ask you what was your favorite part about today
7: my favorite part about today is to watch right, so the enthusiasm of done. some of the younger organizers that right? who have that passion and that look of longevity mm. that says, I'm not here for just this one day. I'm going to go and do some things for the rest of my life. A lot of
2: And then tell us about your current, because you have a current campaign that you're working on and um, some of the the, the, the current work, because you told me about the DTE work and some of the work you're currently working on and, and how can people um, get involved and support that work?
7: Absolutely. Right now, uh, Welfare Rights is doing a lot of focus a lot of focusing work on water shutoffs So we're doing a ton of work there uh, The One of the uh, league, Legal teams that we work with uh, Through uh, the ACLU And some other folks filed A lawsuit just this week uh, Demanding that the Michigan Department of Health And Human Services get involved With water shutoffs Because of the health risk So we're still fighting Mass water shutoffs In Detroit uh, People in Flint they can't drink the water. I haven't. They're they getting threatened uh, letters uh, uh, where the water department in Flint is talking about turning off their water. I wow. can't even You cannot make that. this stuff up. You cannot make this stuff up. So we're engaged in that, and uh, we're having the pimp slap right now DTE <laughs> just a little bit. Y'all know what pimp slapping is. Yeah. We had pimp slap DTE just a little bit because they kind of forgot. Uh, the rules and the regulations that we gave them. Mm. So you, you can't start turning people's lights and gas off because they can't pay. Mm. So uh, uh, they're going to have to change, and they've already asked us, just tell us what to do. I like that. I like the that, The water too. department is saying we're going to do what we want to do. Which is, is well, which is even crazier, because that's more natural than than electricity. More natural. And that's a city uh, group, and they should be working with us. But about another we'll get couple of months. Uh, oh, they're going to learn a lesson. <laughs> Here come that pimp slapping all the way around. So they gonna learn a lesson as well, real real soon. I bet.
2: Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. Didn't I tell you she's amazing? Yeah, she is amazing. We're gonna have to bring you on specifically just to interview you Anytime. and talk yes. about the work that you're doing. And um, I, I, you know, gotta also get you. I gotta get your help with my block club because it's a very slow start. I, Not a problem. I, I barely got one know, member.
7: <laughs> anything you ask me to do, legal or illegal, the answer is yes. So you already know. Okay.
8: Oh, yeah.
2: So. Um, um this has you know been really really uh, a a challenge for us. Um mean when I say us I'm talking about Detroit yes, community yes. to organize ourselves because yes. we're so
7: fractured. So very fractured.
2: But yeah. um something that I really appreciate is um everybody respects you. Everybody mm-hmm. loves you. That's your whole song. And um I am so serious. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves you and so um I'm really looking forward to working with you, okay? And um you know you know, doing some more of this work, especially yeah. as we work to um, help people, you know, be able to uh, not have these these bills. That's like, you know, bombarding them and, um, you know, keep their water on.
7: People need to have a, and look forward to it, and expect a quality of life, quality of and life, a standard of living. That means that we can all die of old age in our beds when we are 122. Okay, that's right. that one should happen.
2: Right. So, okay, so then how, what is it that people can do? Because our listenership, we have people in Europe, we have young people, we have people from everywhere. What can people do to support the work that you're doing right now?
7: Well, one thing, uh, the folks in France have been out every weekend demonstrating and picketing. And at some point, maybe we'll have to gather up a whole lot of folks that live in Detroit or maybe Wayne County. And we all board some... um, uh, cruisers and ocean liners, and we about fifty, sixty million of us. And we just go to Paris for about two, three years. Wow! That's one way. Or <laughs> we can stay right here, okay? And we can make demands, and we can tell people we're not gonna ask politicians to do what we want. And if they don't, we not elect them, and or we unelect them at four years. We're we, we're we're gonna do Puerto Rican style, okay? And we're not gonna manage this any other kind of way. So, folks that are interested in welfare rights, if you go to our webpage, www.MichiganWelfareRights, and that stands for MWRO.org, read about the water affordability plan, read about the picket lines and demonstrations that we've involved in, read about the CCC camps that we're telling people we need across this country to fix these stupid leaking water pipes and the roads need to be fixed and yeah. the schools need to be fixed and the disabled people need to be fixed. Yeah. All of this stuff. So folks, that want to get involved, read what we're doing and if you have a, a prayer in your heart, send it. Okay. If you have a good wish in your thoughts, send it. Okay. And if you got $2.10, put it in the mail. Okay, okay. That's enough.
2: That's what's up. We love you so much, Mama Thank Maureen. Yes, it was Thank very you, nice meeting. We're going to bring you on and we're going to let you just... Go wild!
0: <laughs> you no, know, a short trip yeah, for me. <laughs> I, I want to ask about how long have has it been? I heard a, a huge message today, and if forget the forget the politics and the advertisement, if they're not talking to your needs, yeah, we're not voting. And I, I don't know if I've I've been missing out on that message, but it seems like today there has been a very consistent message, and I love it
7: because. That's what, need, that's what needs to be out in the mainstream. These Democrats need to hear that message. Uh, if you don't do what we want you to do, and again, I, don't, I, I can't stand none of them. Because once they get in the office, they don't listen to what we say. But for sure, because we have this maniac in Washington, D.C., we have to do something, but he got a lot of cousins. It's mm. like one of those movies, like Alien. It's a bunch of them, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of them. And right now, you know, Detroit being cocooned, Baltimore being cocooned, Highland Park being cocooned. All of this stuff is going on. So yeah, once that's the crazy. people step up that's crazy. and say, look, we're going to make some changes. We're going to move homeless people in the houses. We're going to go get those cars up there on 8 Mile and, and get some car thieves to start those engines. and We're going to start driving. <laughs> and we're going to do all those things. And if you want to catch up with us, then you better move a lot quicker. So, yeah. yeah. Shout out to okay. HP. You Shout know? out to you.
2: Yeah. Shout out to Mama yeah. Maureen, Thank right? Yeah. Isn't she amazing? Yeah, she is. Oh,
7: my God. I love you so much, Listen, Mama Listen, all Maureen. of us going to die one day, maybe even me. But even <laughs> the day that that happens, I'm going straight in. And I'll be uh, greeted when I get there with Marvin Gaye hey. and some Temptations stuff. Hey. Well, and I'm looking forward to it because I've stepped on the, on the road to social justice my entire adult yes. life. I ain't scared. Okay. And I ain't tired yet. Thank I you. I know that's
2: right. Okay. Thank you so much. Hi, <laughs> All
7: right, we love you. Right. We know Have you got to get to the church. I'm on my way to t- sandwiches. Okay.
2: Right. Oh my goodness! Look who's here. We got we got Miss Isaiah. Remember we had her oh, yeah, forest yeah, Detroit yeah. Redefining hey, Safety. Know. Oh my goodness! Wait, talk to the people for a minute, Brittany. All right, I'm I'm gonna keep talking to you guys.
0: It's funny everybody just uh, cleared out, and uh, that was pretty quick. It was like almost like over a thousand people here, like lined up, and uh, they've all just like shot away like like an army of ants, piece like an army of ants to go march. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. So it's pretty, 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 pretty cool. You know. They they uh, set up a beautiful stage in the middle of Cass Park, and uh, there was some great music. Shout out to Rocket Man, he's still on the stage. He had some great African drummers. Everybody was uh everybody was in rhythm. It was it was awesome to see. Uh, like I told you guys, it reminded me of DC and King was giving his speech with all these different shades that were out here. So, you know, good times. Bryce, who held down the event, is on his way over to speak with us. So,
2: oh my God, Brittany. Peace, you remember Bryce. Peace, you, peace. Bryce Detroit, one of the most listened to episodes that we ever had yeah, in the history of Piper Carter
0: podcast. Walking, he had me moonwalking on my way over here setting up with yeah, all that
9: yeah. good music. Hey, Wasn't uh, the music yeah. amazing? Yeah, it was. Appreciate okay,
2: you. so um, y'all remember Bryce Detroit, but just in case you don't, please reintroduce yourself to the people.
9: Peace. I am Bryce Detroit. Um, Ow! There it is, yo. It's a lot. You can Google me. Nowadays. Oh, snap. No, and I mean that's just on home <laughs> shit. Keep, keep the show moving and shit. Keep the show moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what the hell happened here today? What, yo? So one thing that happened in real life is, um, we got a chance to uplift the voices, the faces, and the narratives of our people who are for real, for real, at the front line, not only the issues, but are at the front line of these 21st century solutions, mm. for real, for real. The only way that, I'm going to say this shit, it, it feels rhetorical to even say the Green New Deal or a Green New Deal, but the only way that that shit's going to have any merit is when it's grounded and led by the people who, for real, for real, have the, the depth of sensitivity and mm. nuance to these issues. Those people bringing all of that expertise to the table, just like Mama Maureen said. We got subject matter experts in all of these areas, environmental justice, climate justice, environmental racism, fucking blobbity blop bloop bloop-de-bloop. The bottom line is, that's for sure what happened today, is okay. we got a chance to look at the faces and call the names and celebrate the us's who are leading these conversations and these movements in Detroit.
2: Okay, that's what's up. So, so today we got a chance to speak to Barshney from Sunrise, Detroit. We got a chance to speak to Mama Maureen from Welfare Rights. Um, And those are two very opposite trajectory (laughs) points of orientation here in the city. Mm. Can you just explain to us this process of how this gathering that we've come to today came about?
9: Well, in real life, it happened in a way that um, historically has been problematic. And that way is this. Because... Detroit has organizations like EMIAC, East Michigan Environmental Action Council. Ow. Shout out EMIAC. Um, because we have organizations like EMIAC that are a part of these national coalitions like Climate Justice Alliance and Grassroots Global Justice, then it's these national partners that we have. I won't even call them partners. We know organizations on a national level, and these organizations – sometimes want to do shit in Detroit because Detroit is leading social justice, environmental justice, as well as Detroit's just sexy as fuck. So that was kind of the situation here. You know what I mean? The Democratic candidates, Detroit is hot. Detroit is sexy. They want to come here and use Detroit as a backdrop. Right. So they parachuted in.
2: And that was right on the heels of the um, NAACP. National
9: gathering. Right on, yo. NAACP. Oh, mm, pause. About to say some shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm keep it. Keep it on message. But uh, the point is, though, this national organization named Sunrise, yeah. Um, which is in real life, and they're aware of it, a predominantly white, um, organization. On purpose. On purpose. Yeah. yeah. So like they, they decided that they wanted to take advantage of the democratic debate happening, and was like, oh, we want to come to Detroit and do some shit. They happened to get in touch with some real ones like Bobadero. Uh, and then it was Bobadero representing that EMIAC clique who was like, all right, let me put you in contact with some folks who will ensure that if this thing does happen, if we say yes to hosting you, then it'll be done with some kind of integrity because we only got a small window to organize. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And so um, those folks were uh, Michelle Martinez.
9: Michelle Martinez. Michigan
2: Environmental Justice Coalition. Yes. Um, Antonio Cosme. Yes. Who is right now working for the Wildlife Federation.
9: Oh, yo, Antonio, he's, but so he's a dynamic.
2: grassroots uh, artist and organizer. Yes. Um, who else was at the table? Vincent Martin Vincent from 48217. Teresa Landrum, who we also spoke to. Um, she was the first person we spoke to today. 48217 organizer. And um, just to remind everyone, the most poison zip code in the country. Yes right here in Southwest Detroit um, and, you know, and others and then yourself yep. and then you brought in, you know, some other hot ones. Yeah. 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 And so, um, you know, tell us about the process of uh, wrangling white folks. <laughs>
9: Yo, so in real life, what that process looks like is it looks like us listening first to exactly what their ideas are coming into the conversation and then pushing back every place we need to. So that's, exactly what happened. Like, some of the organizers from Sunrise were like, well, yeah, we have these resources and we have this kind of platform and we think it might be nice if, and it's like, all right, cool. Here's how it, here's how it can go down if it is going to go down. And then that's where Detroit asserted our voice. And then from there, it was loving negotiations, only negotiating on the part of, we're negotiating exactly what resources you will bring to support the Detroit frontline folks who want to leverage this opportunity.
2: Right. And so with that, um, many of the organizations that were at the table made sure that their trusted voices were the ones that were representing, right? Yes. And so um, in those conversations, we talked about redefining safety, Mm -hmm. which is where we came up with the safety team, as opposed to having police um, at our event. Right. Yep. But uh, the safety team had a whole plan, which was really awesome and amazing. Shout and out, Curtis. Shout out, Curtis. Yes, yes. And we had a really beautiful energy that happened here. True indeed. Wasn't it amazing? It was.
9: And, a, and the thing that I really appreciate is that as many of the supporters who are not black-bodied and from Detroit, as many of them were here today, this was still a Detroit event. Centered. It was still was Detroit, Detroit centered. centered voices. It was us centered, and it was celebrating us every step of the way. and That's powerful.
2: Yeah, yes, I and, agree. And shouts out to SEIU.
9: Super shouts out to SEIU. They brought seven
2: hundred and fifty bodies.
9: Yo, from Milwaukee, from Chicago. Um, wow. Yeah, like Chicago alone brought like two something.
2: And um, sh- and I got to shout out Sunrise. They did a good job. Yo, shouts out to Will. Hey, Will yo, Lawrence, Will Lawrence. From, yeah. from, from 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 Sunrise, who's yep. a great ally listener.
9: Yeah, um, in real life.
2: Really appreciate, you know what I'm saying, his leadership in this and being a good, a great ally. Um, and What about the food truck, guys? I saw it was like tickets. So how did that work with the food truck?
9: Yeah, that's, that was somebody else. That's else's a partnership. Family. Okay, that was That's that a that
2: part was of the partnership that we talked about, you know, when people have expertise that they could bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, oh,
9: the art piece. There was a whole art build. There was an entire art build. So that's shout out to Cass Corridor Commons yes. um, for continuing to be that that space for multi-intersectional uh, movement building. So there was an art build that was um, for sure coordinated in large part by Antonio. Um,
2: yeah. And Paul.
9: And Paul. Super shout out Paul Jackson. Yeah. Shout uh, out Paul
2: Jackson. He pa- going to be mad we named his name, but it's all good.
9: <laughs> Yo. Shout out Paul Jackson. Yeah. Paul Blackman Jackson. You know what I'm saying? You can find him at pj town slanging slinging them greens. <laughs> right. For real, for real. But yeah, Paul is one of those ones that made sure that there was accountability at every step. Yeah. And um, even if it meant putting like a foot in an ass or two, like yeah. Paul's that dude. So yeah. much That's love to up. Paul. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. So this was a really wonderful event. They put a, um, some positive uh, energy into the staging. They they yes. paid for a good stage, paid for a good stage crew. For real. Um, the sound was awesome. We had accessibility. Yep. Shouts out to Baba Baxter.
9: Shout out to Dessa as Shout well. Shouts out
2: to Dessa. Um, you know, we had enough porta potties, we had enough water. We yep. did not have bottled
9: water. We did not have bottled water. We had compostable cups, and we got the beautiful old school. You know what I'm saying? Family reunion <laughs> coolers out here. So you already know how we're doing it.
2: Yeah. yeah. And it, it was just a beautiful energy. True indeed. Wasn't it?
9: Beautiful energy. And then,
2: um, like Brittany said, I got to shout out, y'all did a great job with you all song. The way y'all opened yeah, up. and that was crazy. Wasn't uh, it beautiful music?
0: I mean, I don't, let me use my words. That was amazing. You and I didn't know. I don't know if you and Knox do like stuff together all the time, but that was powerful. Like Y'all sounds blended very well together. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. ife. So CBS,
9: ife. and Ife. Yes, and yeah. so so, um, Ife. Yes, so Ife. As far as the three of us, this was our second time intentionally coming together mm. on that type of, this is diasporic, African, indigenous. It's time to bring these rhythms together mm-hmm. so that we're creating for real, for real, these 21st century spaces for us to decolonize and reindigenize together. So appreciate all of you all's words on mm-hmm. that because, yeah, like, thank
2: you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that's what's up. I know you got to get to your family
9: and break down my equipment and, and break shit. down stuff. So Still in so work mode a little bit.
2: This has been amazing. I think we did a pretty good job. We did about thirty minutes.
9: A super shout out, out here, Brittany. Super shout out, Piper Carter. Uh, the Piper Carter podcast. Y'all continue to do a very necessary work of creating a platform, a sexy ass platform. You okay. know what I'm saying? On some real shit, but a okay. sexy, beautiful platform where we get to elevate, mm. uplift these narratives, these voices and do so in a really, really attractive way. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm saying. like It's attractive to the ears, and anybody who's ever seen these two, then y'all know I ain't. There's no cap, no cap. You know what I'm saying? It's real life. So boom.
0: No, nah, thank you, Bryce. This is amazing. You always bringing the city, keeping the city fashionable, looking good. <laughs> the same thing, right, right. back at you. I you say. do make it look sexy dude. Right, you, so. right.
2: So that's for what's sure. up. Okay, so this has been, you know, the Piper Carter podcast. You have been rocking with Piper Carter and the token millennial. Brittany, you got any last words, Brittany? Nah, thanks, Piper, for keeping me in a loop. This is awesome. Right by my crib, so. Welcome to the Piper Carter podcast. You are listening to Piper Carter. Guess what? You have heard us every single week. For the past few months, talking about this moment, this day, and it has culminated, and we are finally here, and we got a chance to taste some wonderful, delicious, amazing dishes from the token millennial, Brittany. (sighs) What's up, Brittany? Hi, Piper. This is your day. Is it? Yes. It was fun, though. You did such a great job. Yeah, because you were helping. Well, you had so much help. You're a beautiful mom who's in... In the studio with us, <laughs> our portable studio, your sister, got a yes, chance to meet you. That her. was cool. That was dope. All right. So tell us everybody that we met today that, well, was, that helped make this the amazing experience that it is.
0: Um, my mom, right? So Miss Hardy, who's like an extended mom. Shouts out to Miss Hardy! Hey! And uh, Piper, you know, Piper is a mentor slash helper slash everything.
2: I threw that apron on. You, know, bef- I was, you be- know what my job was? What? Taster. <laughs> so, <of
0: course. laughs> I was tasting stuff. And then I'm standing next to one of my BFFs, Jalisa from Grand Rapids. Hey! It means a lot that she, um, that she drove down. They drove two hours just to come wow. and say hello. So that means How, a how, lot. how
2: many more people? So many people came. Who else came? Like, your Um, grandmother came? My grandma came. um, You had your friend from New York
0: come? Friend from New York came. uh, My homeboys came. All my homeboys came that I, like, uh, grew up with college. All my college friends. I always had all-guy friends besides Jaleesa and a couple other girls. But, so it was kind of cool to see them. You saw YC? Yeah, so it was cool. Shout out to Cleveland. All the land people and Rico and Juan. So it was cool to see all my friends. They had big weekends, too. Like, one of my friends just found out he was having a baby, Another friend found out. Um, I mean, I found out he engaged, got engaged with his girlfriend. So it was a it was a powerful weekend with some good energy, and I'm glad the rain didn't you know keep people from coming either. So
2: right, I didn't even know it was raining. Yeah, it was crazy. So the event was over. This was amazing. Yeah, this so was, I learned a lot. Tell us about what you made. What are the dishes you made?
0: Um, so um, I did two vegan sandwiches. I did a oyster mushroom po' boy. I figure a lot of people haven't. Had an oyster mushroom fry. Your mom threw
2: down on that, didn't she? She did.
0: Yeah, she's the one who uh, transitioned me into getting into alkaline food and me wanting to open up a pizzeria. Okay. She always was like, "You got to do these sandwiches. Like people will like them." And so I just trusted her. Okay. Listened to her. That's what's up. Um, Finally, couple cup, <laughs> couple different sandwiches. A dish called a chickpea fry that I'm still working on. Like all of this is, you know, I. I invested in myself um, to get people's opinions. It's like, you know, going to college, right? You know, yeah. you invest in yourself. You know, pay for a master's degree. I'd rather take myself through culinary school. So I appreciate um,
2: you guys being part of that. And so, what was the, um, it was like a mock tuna. Yeah, that was good. Made of chickpea. That was awesome. Yeah. What was as like tomatoes, pickles, onions, yeah, lettuce.
0: Just like a classic, uh, like a tuna sandwich how you how would how you would make up a tuna sandwich
2: mm-hmm.
0: so and then the pizzas tell us about the pizzas well pizzas was good i was disappointed in my dough but i couldn't help it um but what i was think, the dough made out of uh you know
2: secrets yeah okay i and mean <laughs>
0: the thing about the thing about dough is is you're supposed to keep it to the very simplistic way like the italians make it yeast um sugar salt Little olive oil and okay. flour, depending on what type of crust you want. But, you know, it's not supposed to be nothing crazy inside of it. But your process is what makes it good. The love is what makes mm. it good. But everything is the same, right?
2: Okay. So then, um, and tell us what kind of pizzas you had. Because I saw some round pizzas, some deep dish. Yeah. So um,
0: the point of the pizzeria will be to do a classic Detroit style, which the sauce is atop, top. Um, supposed to be crunchy at the bottom, a little mm-hmm. airy in the middle. Uh, and then it uses a Wisconsin brick cheese. Um, that's not, you know, I'm not telling any secrets of what you can find on the internet. Um, and then the round I'm working with, I want it to be a classic New
2: York round. Today it was a little proof. So it was kind of like a Detroit round. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So uh, it was a great turnout, a beautiful crowd. Yeah. Um, lovely people Looked like people were enjoying it. You did a survey. Yeah. You did a survey per pizza. Yeah. And the... Display was gorgeous. Thank you guys and for that. you did a great job. So let's hear from one of your um, tasters, one of your attendees. Jaleesa, uh, or yeah. my mom. Uh, Jaleesa, yeah, since she's got to go. Jaleesa's Jalisa. yeah, yeah. here, literally <laughs> waiting. Her husband and son are in the car. So ah.
0: Jaleesa is one of my favorite people. She's so awesome. She is beyond amazing. She's a mother. She's a great wife. She's an inspiration to me because that's, you know, the style of stuff I want to do. So, I
2: love her. So, yeah, come on, Jay. Yeah. All right, Jaleesa, we're going to shout Hello. you out. <sighs> yeah. So, um, so how long have you known Brittany? Uh,
10: since college. Freshman year, we met and just clicked.
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, were you guys the same major?
10: Yeah. No, no, fashion. we weren't. Uh, yeah, I was studying fashion at the time, and she was studying advertising, right?
2: Okay. Yeah. And what college, just for people to know?
10: Uh, Northwood University. Okay,
2: Okay. and so tell us about what you experienced today
10: Uh, I experienced um, Brittany bringing a dream to reality in a sense You know, she understands the end goal But to bring us in to the idea of it all And to um, lay it on the table for us to see, you know, the dream And help her manifest it, it was amazing
2: Wow, that's incredible So what did you eat? everything
10: you know I I was here for the experience so I was tasting everything I tried to urge my son to taste everything because of the experience and um yeah we had our favorites and you know things that I can go home and try to attempt to do myself
2: okay (laughs) but not as well as Brittany Uh, (laughs) (laughs) no I'm just I'm just teasing so then um so what did your son eat
10: um so he really enjoyed the pizza of course we were a Pizza family, um, but yeah, but um, his favorite, um, and which I appreciate, I keep saying it, is the chickpea fries. Okay, he ate those as if they were chicken nuggets. Like he wow. said they were chicken nuggets, and he threw them in his mouth. And if I could have him eat fifteen of those, wow. I know he had his
2: protein. So <laughs> wow. that's great. So yeah,
10: no, it it was very delicious. It was very um, easy to convert others
2: to, to what them. was your husband's favorite dish
10: um we are both in agreement to um what mom may have suggested so the mushroom um, the mushroom yeah, po-boy. Po-boy, that was delicious and you're saying that that was yours too that was definitely my favorite okay yeah i'm all about buffalo okay yeah. okay buffalo sauce and
2: what if anything just for Brittany, would you do different or would you do anything different
10: uh what would i or was do? it
2: just perfect well,
10: you know, it, it was what it was
2: supposed to be. Wonderful.
10: Yeah, it was what it was supposed to be. Uh, I I don't think any changes, you know, in the moments needed to be made. Um, you know, just for you know, planning ahead. Just of course, mm-hmm. make sure it's better than you know this time around. Okay. Yeah.
3: This Everything is great. was perfect.
10: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm all about it. I'm glad we we traveled to come here,
2: and we'll do it tomorrow if it was. Oh wow. Yeah. She came to, your event, she came oh, to yeah. which event? Oh, you came to Women in yeah, Hip Hop. I did. Oh, wonderful. I okay. it. And you saw the documentary. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you sat next to Brittany's mom. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Well, thanks for coming. Thanks for bringing her to the event. That's uh, what's up. So this is cool. We know you got a long drive back. So, you know, this is awesome. Thanks for coming to support Brittany and bringing your whole fam and giving your opinions on the cards that are yeah. going to help Brittany bring this dream to a sustainable reality. Yeah, we're, we're here for it. Yay! Okay, well, you guys travel back safe. And um, you can pass it to your mom. Let's talk to Brittany's mom. So we always talk about, we always hear about Brittany's mom. Brittany always talks about her mom, and her mom listens to the podcast. So we want to welcome you to the podcast. Well, Yay! Thank you,
11: thank you. Very happy to be here. Yeah, so... Very happy to meet you for the first time today.
2: It's such an honor and a pleasure. So you have to give us... Your name, what you do, and so that the listeners can know more about you.
11: My name is Beverly. I'm a retired educator uh, since 2011, and I simply do whatever I want to do now. Isn't that wonderful? Yes, feels so good.
2: And so so you came and you, tell us about what you did today.
11: Well, actually, um, Brittany wanted her mom to make the mushrooms, so I just simply made the mushrooms for the hoagie. That was basically it.
2: Now, this wasn't like a simple task. Tell it, Are you able to tell us what you did, or is this like it's, secrets? It's,
11: it's really no secret. It was very simple. There are oyster mushrooms, which are my favorites. Um, and I simply made a wet batter out of uh, quinoa flour, just flour and water, made it very thin, and then just put it in like a cornmeal-type mixture and then put it into the uh, deep fryer. That was it. No, there was some sort of spice. But that came with it. I didn't have to do anything. Really? It. Yeah. It came with My it. My goodness. Yeah. Usually I make a um, uh, a batter that's usually made with quinoa flour with herbs. So we did a prior testing. And the consensus was from her cousins that they liked this one better. So this is what we okay. went with.
2: Okay. Yeah. There was. It was really good. Be- Let me tell you something. The po' boy, Mm -hmm. no, you just heard Jaleesa, and Mm -hmm. and she testified for her husband. Everybody here was just bragging about this po' boy. I was in here, I'm still in here coming back and forth, like, Mm -hmm. snagging some of these mushrooms. This was my favorite, but people in the room said
11: that it was their favorite. Okay,
2: Yeah. all right. So this was super tasty. So then, but you also helped make some of the other um, dishes, too.
11: Well, Brittany does, I think she did a phenomenal job with the... um Chickpea fries. And so simply, what I think what we did was we pre-did them in a, in a uh, air fryer. And then before we got here, so when we got here, we simply put them in the deep fryer. For like, okay. And that was it. Wow. That was it. We did them. You know, like, you know how you do french fries at, uh, yeah, you know, cook them just a little bit, take them out, and then put them in a the deep fryer. So that's what we did.
2: Now, the other thing is, um, we, let me see, I think we got to Brittany's house at like 11. Mm-hmm. In the morning. Mm-hmm. And then we saw you there. Yes. And you were already working on to help bring this event uh, to fruition. Let's see.
11: When did I start working? My daughter worked me like a Hebrew slave. <laughs> <laughs> she called me this morning about, what, 630? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Neither have. I. I did not close my eyes at all last Aww. night. Because I, um, I knew there were some things that I had to do. I had to make the flour. I made the flour. I wound the flour up. Wow! The quinoa from the quinoa. Wow! And I had to clean the mushrooms, which were seven, 17 packs of mushrooms. Wow! Had to be cleaned and then was separated and cleaned. So I did that about three o'clock this morning. Wow! That's love. Yeah. Yeah.
2: She separated seventeen bags of mushrooms. Seventeen. And you didn't like. You didn't like. Did you take the bags and put them in your sink, like in full of water and no, scrub no, them no, with no, your hands no, like no, that?
11: No, no, I did not. I, I actually, I used paper towel. I don't. Wow. Yeah. Bear yeah, light. yeah, Bear yeah.
2: Light. Wow, that's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, and my I was, goodness. I was
11: telling Mrs. Hardy because it has so much water, and you can't use too much water with
2: mushrooms. Okay, mm-hmm. that's good to it's know.
11: Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, yeah, it, it, I am so happy that I think everybody had a good time.
2: Everyone had a great time.
11: Yeah, I always tell her because she gets so worried. Like
2: It was a beautiful event. Everything is going to work out fine. And I wish we could talk to your sister, but your sister yes. did such a great job, didn't she? Hardy. Yeah. and, and Well, Miss Hardy did. I'm let you speak you, to Mrs. Hardy. Yeah, we got to talk to Mrs. Hardy. So Mrs. Hardy here, she Mrs. Hardy came in and all I know is I turned around and Mrs. Hardy was over here getting things going. So it's really wonderful to meet you, Mrs. Hardy. How are you doing? Thank
8: you. Great, great. I want to say congratulations to Brittany. <laughs> and I knew she could do it. So Well, just talk right into the mic. Yeah. Okay, so we've got to get set up for the next affair because today was really, really great.
2: Wasn't it wonderful? Yes. And I got the chance to work next to you. I enjoy helping
8: where I can.
2: Oh my goodness. And you were just phenomenal. Thank you. You were you were you had the whole setup, you know, so that we could just do this assembly line. Well, I can look I could look at you and tell you were a great worker,
8: so I can work with Oh, thank good, you. Good people.
2: Yeah, this was such an honor and a pleasure. So the other thing too, it was interesting because we had met, and well, just today, and we were talking about all the stuff we were going to do, and you just came in, and you just went right to it.
8: Well, when I see something that needs to be done, mm-hmm. I, I step in and do it.
2: Now, did you get a chance to taste everything? I did. Now, what was your favorite?
8: Well, I enjoyed the mock tuna. Okay. But I also loved the mushrooms. Yeah. Yes. That was amazing, right? They really were.
2: So then... Um, now you were, now I saw you making those sandwiches. Was there, There we had a little challenge with the sandwich. <laughs> Can you tell us about that a little bit?
8: Well, it's just, everything was lined up so perfectly. Mm-hmm. And we were able to, just from one to the other to the other. Mm-hmm. And everything fell in place. It fell in place, right? Yes.
2: Wow, this was just lovely. Well, thank you, Mrs. Hardy. You've been a friend um, how long to Brittany's mom?
8: Before, she was, before Brittany was born. Before Brittany so was born. So we worked together at the high school level.
2: Okay, okay. Well, this was beautiful. Well, thank you. I had a really wonderful time working with you, and thanks for sharing with us. And if you can pass that microphone over to this gentleman right here, um, who was also a taster. And uh, maybe pass him those headphones. Jyra, your dad is the coolest dad in the world. This is Jyra's dad. So... You guys know over here at Detroit is different. We are a team, and one of our team members, Jira, is a really brilliant engineer and helps us uh, get all this equipment set up and get a lot of things edited. And he's just super awesome. And guess what? He brought his dad. He brought his dad up here. And um, dad, tell us your name and tell us about yourself. My (laughs) name is. Sorry.
12: But first of all, before I introduce myself, I'd like to say how proud I am of my son. And I also like to thank everybody who's been work- working with him besides me.
2: He's, he's brilliant, isn't
12: he? Oh, yeah. He's, we love him. He's brilliant. He's a brilliant guy. Very brilliant guy. Surprising me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my name is Lehman Barber, and uh, I'm a long-distance runner. Mm. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. Yes. All right. And then I remember you from Freedom School. Okay. Right at the Freedom School table. Okay. Coming okay. to help out with Freedom School. And then you're yeah. Consuela's brother, or Consuela's your sister, yeah. or some version of that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we know Consuela uh, from doing a lot of community work. So, mm-hmm. yep. what an honor and a pleasure uh, that, that you came down here to support your son. So, you got a chance to taste some of the food. What did you taste? The vegan pizza?
12: I had the vegan pizza. And I have to say, it was very, very, very tasty. I really enjoyed it. and. I can say that honestly because I've been a vegan now for over over ten years. Okay, and so I've tasted a lot of vegan pizza. Not to say I enjoyed it very much. It was light. The texture was nice and firm. The the crust was crisp, mm. and it wasn't a. Oh, I'm sorry, and it wasn't an overboard of like flavor. Everything balanced itself out. Oh, wonderful! So I really appreciate that. Oh, great! Most people now, I'm like you know, vegan is a real popular thing. Yeah. But I'm from the old school where Mm -hmm. there was no vegan spots at all. Right. And so I dealt with a lot of stuff. Yeah, me too. I've
2: been vegan since 1990. I
12: know what you're talking about. (laughs) So I appreciate good vegan food whenever I
2: get it. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, did you get a chance to taste any of the other dishes?
12: I think when I first came in, was it the the mushroom olive? Okay. Yeah, Yeah, the mushroom. Uh, yeah, the mushroom. Yeah.
2: Did you like that one?
12: Yeah, it was it was tasty. It was good. It was
2: okay, good. okay. Yeah, what would you change? Like, yeah, what would you change about what you've tasted so far?
12: Well, uh, one thing uh, about mushrooms, um, they absorb a lot of salt or everything. So mm-hmm. if I could just add just add a little bit more, a little more spice to it. Mushroom, more spice yeah, to the mushroom. Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, but well, thank you. other than that,
12: everything was great.
2: Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Well, we've been um, working. We've been here for at least like 20, almost 20 minutes now talking about all this pizza. So, Brittany, jump back on the mic right quick so I can ask you like two or three more questions. So, thank you so much for You're coming welcome. up here. Thank it was you. wonderful meeting you and seeing you again. And thank you so much. Thanks for having a great dad, Jaira. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for having a great son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hop on the mic so people can hear. Jaira uh, came over, by the way, what, DJ Head? Remember we DJ
0: we interviewed Head. DJ Head? DJ, yeah,
11: we interviewed he was DJ like, Head.
0: Oh, yeah, I know a kid that would, would love to come over. He's passionate, great music. And Jaira came and ain't left since. Like, ride or die, great spirit. Like, there's and, been and things. he's talented. Talented. Brilliant. Like, like, very humble to be as talented as he is. Right. Like, sometimes I try to mentor him, and then it feels weird because he already got it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So. You know, I'm very, very happy to be around a, a kindred spirit like Jaira. Yeah. A very good. Dude, you did an amazing job raising him. Amazing right job with
2: this young person. You know, so. We love us some Jaira. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we like teasing them, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um. so, Brittany, how do you feel? You've got to be proud of what you've done today. You've done a great job. Thank you. Yeah,
0: I'm proud. It's You know, me, I'm not hard on myself, but I'm always thinking about what's next, right? But not in the sense of like... Trying to like reach these like you know these 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 levels, but the reality of it is is that you you know like you win you you know I play ball so you win the game you was who's the next who's the next uh com, you know opponent right so I'm just thinking about what what can I do different I'm gonna really take the time to go through my notes that that's okay. what I'm really excited for I this started is what going you through guys them.
2: don't see here but I'm looking at a basket full. Of these different surveys, and Brittany did one survey per dish, yeah, and so she's got a lot of good feedback, you know, so this is wonderful so uh when when should we look for whatever's coming next from um, uh Britney's Negro pizzeria <laughs>
0: <laughs> I gotta find a spot i need to I need to perfect a couple things, and then I gotta find a I gotta find a little spot I'm, every year it changes you know the the classic New York style pizzeria like South pizzeria off uh do the right thing is mm-hmm. Always something that I've truly wanted in my heart. Okay. I would love to set up shop in Corktown somewhere and take all those people's money living in Corktown and okay. then take it somewhere into one of our neighborhoods, preferably the east side, because I can do like a nice little crib and renovate it and take the land and do a garden or something like that. Sounds but good. we'll see.
2: Okay. So we got to make sure you, you got to connect you and make that happen, right?
0: Yeah. I'm hoping. All
2: right. Well, this I'm really proud of you. I'm sure your mom's really proud of you. Your Thank you, sister, Piper. I
0: appreciate you so much for coming. Like, you understand. Like, it's so cool that I you've, you've humbled. Up. You've humbled yourself and that's helped me do myself.
2: this. I have fun. And I'm proud of you. You're my girl. I want to make sure you succeed. So that's what's up. You did a great job. Thank you. All the ingredients were tasty. Thanks. There's still some more po' boy stuff here. Okay, I'm gonna eat it. All right. <laughs> and um yeah so we're not gonna tell people it wasn't a secret sauce but fyi Brittany <laughs> got this little secret sauce that she made and it's hidden i don't even know where it is now. i was looking for it but uh, i think she put it away so i don't know that's gonna be awesome that might be the first thing we sell on the website <laughs> <laughs> secret sauce yeah the secret sauce that's so funny. all right well you've been listening to The Piper Carter podcast on Detroit is different. And remember, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, as well as on Detroitisdifferent.net. And check us out on social media, Detroitisdifferent. And you can always check me out on social media, Piper Carter. And you know I'm always on Instagram and Facebook a bit too much. So looking forward to getting some great feedback from these folks so we can see what else is next for Brittany and we see you next week and listen to the Piper Carter podcast. Peace.
0: Remember to like, share, subscribe and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different podcast network.
1: Every other day, we got a slate to get paid Listening to the man just for 40 bucks a day Eight dollars, five hours, two days, that's 80 bucks a week uh, Whatever you give to the man, they take it, then they keep it. Still it then they leave it. Uh. But don't you try to speak, up, uh. babe, you don't follow me Do they beat you till you bleed, then take the blame off here Racist for believing God I'm the latest car, I'm a zillion. I love to see scared of a color, female or